0: Catholic commentary, spiritual warfare. Stay ready, so you don't have to get ready. Jesus nine one one.
1: TGIF.
0: Thank God, I'm, I'm forgiven. Forgive. <laughs> yes.
1: Friday show. Jesus nine one one. Two person car. Two person
0: car. Prisca and Aquila, or Aquila Prisca.
1: (laughs) The Sacrament of Matrimony Mm -hmm. in Action.
0: Yeah, Tobias and Sarah.
1: It's it's still a spiritual warfare show on Friday, by the way, Uh, so I don't uh, think just because there's a couple here that we're going to not be talking about spiritual warfare. That's uh, exactly what we do on Wednesdays and on Fridays. Well, today is the feast day of well, S- Saint Junipero Serra.
0: Yes, it is. Pray uh, for us. First pray for us. And then also today is the first Friday of the month. And we honor the Sacred Heart of Jesus. We remember that uh, a vision. Of our Lord appeared to St. Ma- Margaret Mary Alacoque, and he gave her 12 promises. And today is promise number seven. Which so, is? Lukewarm souls shall be fervent. Mm. So so all those uh, lukewarm Catholics are going to be coming into the faith. If they're devoted to the if sacred dev- heart of Jesus. Absolutely, if they're devoted. And we also are entering into the precious blood of Jesus, the month of the precious blood of Jesus. July. July. Yes, mm-hmm. we are today,
1: Which uh first day. Yes, yeah, Catholics, we don't uh, celebrate uh, the things of the pagan world. We celebrate the things of heaven.
0: Absolutely.
1: And so today, is the, the July is the first day yes. where we honor the precious blood of Jesus. By the way, if you like... Yes, what?
0: a double whammy. Today's sacred heart and precious blood of Jesus, the entering into the new month.
1: And by the way, St. Junipero Serra, he was a native of Bajorca, mm-hmm. Spain. He was a Franciscan friar. Father Junipero Serra... He traveled to the Pacific coast in 1769 to bring mm-hmm. the gospel to the Native Americans. And under Father Serra's prudent administration, the missions grew prosperous uh, on a European model. Yes, He brought to the new world mm-hmm. the agricultural crops that would eventually drive the California economy. And Father Junipero Serra vigorously protected the Native Americans against Spain's colonial and military interest traveling twice on foot to Mexico City to defend mission policies before the Spanish armies. Mm -hmm. And he's called the Apostle of California. He died in Monterrey at his favorite mission in 1784, and he was canonized by Pope Francis on... September 25th 2015
0: yes yeah, as a matter of fact speaking of missions we got married at the San Fernando mission that's right in uh, San Fernando California in 39 years ago one of
1: the 21 yes. one of the 21 missions in California
0: so those uh, missions always uh, bring uh, are near and dear to my heart well because... it goes
1: it also goes to show you how old Catholicism is yes. I mean you know the oldest buildings in California
0: mm-hmm.
1: are named after you know the missions, missions. the oldest buildings. Yes. They're named after Catholic saints. The lakes, the rivers, the freeways, right. the cities are right. named after All Catholic saints. Up
0: and down California. And anybody
1: mm-hmm. that opens their eyes this, this much mm-hmm. can see, like, man, these Catholics had everything to do with bringing Western civilization into the into the Southwest.
0: Yeah, and if you're if you're saying uh, uh, Santa Barbara, you're saying you're praying to that saint. Yeah. And a lot of these at least secu- you're calling them. You're at least right, calling, them. calling them. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of these secular humanists. They don't realize they're calling on upon a saint.
1: And one of the things that pains yes. me is that sacramento, sacrament. Yeah, that's... I mean, that the the governor in, in California, mm-hmm. again, we've had some bad governors there in California, and especially right now, and that's the name of, I mean, the blessed sacrament. Yeah. It's, it's, it goes to show you that that city was once upon a time called after the greatest sacrament yeah. in the catholic church the holy right, eucharist, the holy
0: eucharist. Yeah. And yeah it is unfortunate that we you have a progressive in the uh the the house of uh, the people yeah because that's the house of the people not his house
1: no he's a usurper yeah he's a
0: usurper <laughs> absolutely
1: hey i want to give tucker carlson some credit because um i have my criticisms of some people on fox news but tucker carlson is one person that I think he's one of the giants in that network. And he did something that most people would never have dared to do. He interviewed an exorcist. Can you imagine a journalist interviewing a Catholic exorcist? Who's
0: not even Catholic?
1: Yeah. You could lose your credibility. Mm -hmm. I mean, amongst your colleagues, your Mm -hmm. peers, they'll say, Are you crazy? You believe in that stuff? Are you, this isn't, these aren't facts. What are you doing? Mm -hmm. You're getting involved in the esoteric. But Tucker Carlson, he has his own mind.
0: Yes, he does.
1: And uh, it, it, it's worth watching. I'm sure you can watch it on on YouTube or on or on the internet somewhere. The interview was done by Tucker Carlson with Indiana priest Father Vincent Lampert, and uh, it's uh, the the interview is called "How Did the Demonic Abortion? How How We Did." The demonic abortion industry in lieu of the Roe versus Wade. Oh, excuse me. That's a no for me. No. Sorry about that.
0: It's how sin can.
1: Uh, yeah. Tucker, the, the interview is called <laughs> Tucker Carlson interviews Catholic exorcists on the reality of demons, the power of God. Yes. It's worth watching.
0: Yes, it is worth. If you can watch it, you know, I, I think they have it on. Tucker Carlson today and it's on on the nation Fox Nation so if you have that sub- subscription but I'm sure you can uh, maybe it's on YouTube I don't know so uh, yes so, yeah
1: let's jump in on it because Father Lambert he's a friend of mine I've, I've done some interviews with him
0: mm-hmm. alongside
1: yes. him he's a good yeah. he's a good man he's been an exorcist for about 16 or 17 years yeah and uh, one thing I like about him he's very understandable he's mm-hmm. not he's just very you know down you know very you know high school level type of explanations. He's very understandable. He's
0: like Occam's Razor. Occam's Razor, simple is better. Simple is better, and uh, yeah, um, and by the way, you just mentioned uh, Father uh, Vincent Lambert that you did some uh, YouTube. There's, I think, a three-part series with him. Yes. So that's something that you probably want to watch also.
1: By the way, I just want to also push, before we start this, I want to push Father Ripperger's new book. Oh, yes. It's called Dominion. It is. Now, there's a lot of books mm-hmm. written on spiritual warfare, a lot of good mm-hmm. books, okay? But if you want the best book yes. on understanding the diabolical and how they operate, it was written by Father Ripperger, came out a few weeks ago. It's called Dominion. You get it from sentradpress.com, sentradpress.com. It's not an easy read. It's it's, you know, it's something that you're going to yes. you're going to plow through it. It's mm-hmm. going to take a couple of, you know, weeks to plow through it but if you want a one if you want one book to understand angelology demonology the way they communicate the way they attack us and tempt us
0: mm-hmm. that's
1: the book that you want to get
0: yeah absolutely it's a wonderful book and and it's thick but and i would suggest that you take a little bit at a time and just yeah. read it absorb it read it absorb it it's not something that you want to just like Dan said on your show on Wednesday said don't it's not something you want to sit in in your in your uh, prayer uh, your your book corner in your book nook and eating cocoa it's it's just it's a little bit more than that and it's for serious catholics yeah
1: for serious catholics if you're
0: a catholic that's curious and in, not living in a state of grace you should not read this book you it's, should
1: read any books on exorcism absolutely not any of, any of them
0: any of them yeah
1: it's for serious catholics
0: yes for serious catholics so
1: let's jump into it we'll yes. go back and forth here my okay, wife here.
0: Okay, let's do so, it. So
1: in a recent episode of the Tucker Carlson today, Fox News host Tucker Carlson interviewed Father Vince Lambert. Again, I, I, I give him credit because Tucker's not even a Catholic. He's an Episcopalian. Okay. Yeah. Father Vince Lambert, he's the designated exorcist of the Archdiocese of Indianapolis. Uh, and he he interviewed him about the Catholic Church's ministry to people suffering from demonic possession. Here's my comment again. His, this is why I admire Tucker. He's an Episcopalian, but he knows who to interview when it comes to doing battle against demons. No, I noticed that he didn't interview an Episcopalian minister or any Protestant minister because he <laughs> understands which church goes all the way back to the very beginning.
0: And there's the authority.
1: Yeah, yep. the authority issue.
0: Mm-hmm. So in in the ride in the in the wide-ranging interview with Father Lambert, Lambert, the An exorcist, he's been an exorcist for more than 15 years. He explained how people open their lives to the demonic and the different levels and intensities of possession, um, the church's right of exorcism and the power of God over evil spirits. And I am so glad I saw this interview and I loved everything he said. He was not ashamed to be Catholic. It was.
1: He made us proud to be Catholic.
0: Yes, absolutely. I was like, yes, he said that.
1: He was appointed by Archbishop Daniel Buchlin of Indianapolis back in 2005. Mm-hmm. So been, he's been there for 17 years. Father Lampert he trained as an exorcist in Rome, where most of them usually, a lot of them usually train. Where he sat in about 40 exorcisms, mm-hmm. uh, possessed people would often gather in the courtyard of the Italian church where he trained, and they would manifest. He said, uh, "Manifestation." Is when the demon appropriates the senses of the energamen. The energamen is the person who's possessed. They appropriate their senses, like what their voice, uh, their mouth, their mm-hmm. arms, their legs, their stomach. The demon and they and they manifest yes. and they appropriate their senses mm-hmm. because there there there's several things that they're trying to do. Number one, they're trying to scare the priest. They're trying to scare the people that are there, the team that are helping the priest. They want to scare them. They want you to just to focus on the phenomena and uh, to kind of take your eyes away from prayer. And mm-hmm. so they want they want to take, they want to just, they're narcissists. They want to yeah. try to just uh, take all the oxygen in the room and say, look at me, look at me, look at what mm-hmm. I can do to this person. Yes. So that's what, that's what a manifestation is. And it, it's basically a bodily attack on the person who, who's possessed and uh, what what the person who's possessed says or does at that moment, you know, slaps somebody, spits, says the f word, it's not their fault. At that during the manifestation,
0: mm-hmm. it's the
1: demon has appropriates or senses entirely.
0: Yes, and they actually, you know, uh, the first exorcism Father Lambert um, witnessed, he said it's still carved in his mind. You could quote unquote. Oh, before we continue, the our lady mother, came to give us a holy pass. Yes. The mother the, of our savior. Yeah, the cause of our joy. Thank you, Mother Mary. We'll
1: be right back. We're talking about Father Lambert's interview with Tucker Carlson. Really, really good information. Our lady Pray for us. Right the lady of Guadalupe. Pray for us. Saint Junipero Serra, pray for, for us. Back.
0: We are back. Jesus 911 with Jesse and Anita. Yep. It's good to be back with you this next segment.
1: Father Vince Lantberg, did a he's been an exorcist for 17 years. He's a friend of mine. He did an interview with Tucker Carlson. Mm -hmm. The information is outstanding and he follows basically the the uh, the the philosophy of Occam's Razor simple is better
0: Right, so
1: we're gonna share with you some of the things that he said to Tucker and then we're gonna mm -hmm. make some comments In case some things again like manifestation said, what is that? We'll just explain some things in light of what he says.
0: Yes, so let's continue with uh, the last uh, uh, Part that I was uh, we left off at it's uh, he says his first, Father Lampert's first um, exorcism that he witnessed, he said, is still carved in his mind. Isn't that, isn't that interesting? Mm. The first experience of something always seems to be the strongest memory that you can retrieve from your mind. The the Indiana priest, that's who, where he's from, Father Lampert, he told... Uh, that's
1: what he told Carlson. Yeah, yeah
0: he told, uh, that's what he told them.
1: And I'll so, tell you why this happens in the mind is because mm-hmm. When, when there's extraordinary events yeah. in your life that are highly emotional, yeah. we have a tendency to store, and this is Father Ripperger says this, we have a tendency to store this in our sense memory data yes. in our imagination. Mm-hmm. And it stays there. Yes. And demons can trigger that and they can mm-hmm. pull that during times in your life and all of a sudden that awful memory can come out again. Yes, so.
0: yeah. So he was taught, he told uh, Tucker Carlson, he said, So I'm in this little room, he's describing where he's at. I'm in this little room talking to this elderly Italian lady and her husband, and she's explaining to me why she's possessed, he recalled. He says, And I'm talking to her thinking, Well, this doesn't seem to be so bad. But then the senior exorcist priest, who was training Father Lambert? Lambert blessed the woman with holy water. As soon as a drops of water hit her forehead, she began to manifest. You know, Jesse already dis, uh, gave you the definition of manifest, manifestation. So doctor, uh, Father Lambert said, her eyes rolled in the, the back of her head. She began to growl and snarl and throw blast blasphemes. She's foaming at the mouth. And the priest just reaches over, tears off a a paper towel, wipes her mouth off, throws it in a plastic bag, and then he says. And I'm thinking to myself, what in the world has my bishop got gotten me into? <laughs> what don't we always ask ourselves when we're in a like, in a what predicament? What am I doing yes, here? Yes, <laughs> what do I do? What has he got me into? So,
1: Father Lambert, when he was appointed, he was just one of twelve exorcists in the U.S. 17 years ago. Though that number has since grown to around 125. I think the, the number is mm-hmm. a little bit bigger now than that.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And again, it's growing because there's skyrocketing inquiries about demonic activity all over the United States. Father said that he currently receives about 3,500 emails and phone calls and letters every year from people mm-hmm. all over the U.S. and all over the world. And Father Lamper says half of the individuals that he sees, they're not even Catholic. Mm-hmm. Now, as a Protestant... Tucker Carlson said he was shocked to learn that exorcisms are still regarded as real and performed by the Catholic Church. You can see Tucker Carlson's eyes were just mm-hmm. wide open. He was he was intrigued with the interview. Carlson and many others, through no fault of his own, because he's in he's, he's in a Protestant uh, in a liberal yeah. Protestant denomination. Right. That is but, but Carlson and many others have fallen into the modernist era of denying the existence of the devil or not, or just basically they relegate the devil to some medieval superstition. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what the devil wants us to believe. He mm-hmm. wants us to believe that he doesn't exist. Again, you don't want to fall into the opposite extreme yeah, you don't. and see the devil under every rock. Right. Like a lot of people, they're saying, oh, my son's possessed, my daughter's possessed, my husband's possessed, mm-hmm. i possessed. There's some people that suffer from scrupulosity, and they project that everything that happens negative in their house, mm-hmm. in their marriage, with their kids is uh, they attribute it to the diabolic. And it's just not—it's not the case. A lot of it's, it's just because of our own vices, our own fallen nature, our own imperfections and defects—defects defects of character.
0: Yeah. So Tucker Carlson, um, he he pointed out, however, that. Jesus himself spoke directly of demonic possession in the Gospels and exorcised people as did the apostles. So, quote, he says, So, for a believing Christian, there's really no question that it's real, Carlson said, lamenting that the Episcopal Church, of which he's a member, doesn't train exorcists. Well, why? Carlson is realizing that the Episcopalian Church has no authority to command... (laughs) And drive out the demons. That's why he he says, "Wow, there's no they're 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 not training exorcists, right?" Exactly. You know, you're in a progressive liberal uh, denomination because Protestantism is a denomination. We are not. Catholicism is not. We are the, the true one true church. church. Just remember that Whenever he says, "What denomination are you?" and you're not in the deno- den- denomination, you are the one true Catholic. That's and right. And he says, uh, Carlson says. I think a lot of people, even Protestants like me, reaching are, con- reaching, are are re- reaching are reaching the conclusion that actually we don't have all the answers. Wow, that's that's pretty big for him to admit. Yeah. yeah,
1: especially he's got a bit. You know, he's a yeah. big media guy. Absolutely, yes. And they expect all the guys in the media to have all the answers. Mm-hmm. And he says, you know what? There's things out there that we don't have a good grasp of, and yes. that, this could be one of them. Yeah. So, how do people become possessed? That was one of the main questions that was asked of uh, Father Lampert.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And he says that a a main task of exorcist is finding the entry point of the demonic in a person's life. Mm -hmm. Father Ripperger says that the the main entry point is always, number one, the person does not know their faith. Mm
0: -hmm. So when
1: a person does not know their faith, they're going to start doing all kinds of things Mm -hmm. that are occultic, bizarre, superstitious, So it all goes back to the lack of catechesis that's been since the 60s. So, but going back to the article, the elderly Italian woman that was possessed, like many people who suffer from possession, Father Lamper says, had participated in occult practices, including consulting, consulting mediums or psychics and using witchcraft. Father Lampert strongly warned against such activity, noting that it establishes a connection to the demonic world and inevitably results in Mm -hmm. diabolic attacks. Mm -hmm. Spiritists always rely on the power of evil working through them. Whether knowingly or unknowingly, Father Lampert said, And anytime somebody would engage forces of evil, eventually the demonic is going to attack them and and try to destroy them, even if initially it seems to be a benefit. Mm -hmm. Again, a spiritist would be somebody like uh, a psychic, a a, a witch, a a wizard, a shaman. Mm -hmm. A spiritist is anybody that's calling what they call good spirits and some are bad (laughs) spirits. They're calling spirits... To and uh, they're, they're, they're and they're asking them to do something for someone. Mm-hmm. Sometimes to heal them, sometimes to hurt them. That's a spiritist, and again, these people are just agents of Satan.
0: Yep. So, uh, Father Lampert says uh, someone who, who someone goes to see a psychic or medium, and they hear something that's pleasing to them, and so they keep going back again and again, with curiosity leading to reliance. Father Lampert, Lampert said. But the connection that's going to be made is with the demonic world, Mm. and eventually the devil's going to want to be paid. So not only are you paying the spiritist and you're paying the devils, you're going to pay the devil eventually. So there, there are dozens and dozens of rich and famous people on YouTube, mostly actors and entertainers, who openly admit that they made a pact with the devil, they say they sold their soul to Satan. Many of them have become even more wealthy and popular for a short time, like Beyonce and yeah. Jay Z. You know, they They all, all eventually say-
1: crash and burn. Yep, eventually. All of them.
0: And do you think, you know, they look glamorous when they're in front of the camera? But what happens in their home behind behind closed doors? Closed doors? I could only imagine. The depression. The every, torment. The torment.
1: What they're seeing in their bedroom. Yes, what they're in seeing bedroom. in their house.
0: Well, remember Michael Jackson? What did he do? He used to uh, uh, put himself. He used to uh, take that medication so he could deep, go into deep sleep because he was in fear of the the demonic, where you know he was being uh, harassed. Yeah, he said every time yeah. he'd go to sleep, he'd see demons. demons.
1: So he was taking medication to go to yes. sleep to not see demons. Yeah, I
0: forgot the name of the medication, but yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: So uh, and uh, and the way people are paid, these people that sell their soul to the devil, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: the way they're paid is by trying to destroy somebody else's life. That's that's their payment. Yeah. Another common way demons penetrate people's lives is through habitual mortal sin. Okay. well, that's Mm -hmm. that's the main one right there. Really?
0: Right. That's
1: why that's by which people become so disconnected from God that they try to create their own truth. And that's mm-hmm. exactly what the devil did at the fall in the Garden of Eden. You know, F- uh, Father Lamper says, again, this is this is the, 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 the fast track to possession is habitual mortal sin. Mm-hmm. Habitual mortal sin is the most common way that people fall tra- prey to the devil according to every single exorcist that I've mm-hmm. talked to.
0: Yeah, like this, this past month in, in June, what are the secular humanists, progressives, moderates, homosexuals were uh, celebrating, they were celebrating
1: uh, homosexuality.
0: Homosexuality, sodomy. Their mm-hmm. so, their pride was. I I'm a sodomite. Right. I'm so proud to be a sodomite. That's what they were. And so there you go. There's there's the uh, the the habitual mortal sin. I can imagine. And they're trying yeah. to bring their own truth. Love is love. That's so. They're trying to justify their homosexuality their sin their by moral verbal sin. engineering yes I can yeah. just
1: imagine how many people in the month of June uh, called upon and conjured mm-hmm. evil spirits are yeah. now diabolically afflicted as a result of having participated in some type of activity for yes. pride month I can imagine yeah, how can much imagine. diabolical affliction yeah occurred in the United States as a result of what happened in June
0: yes and so. the, and the pornography that goes on in those uh, parades it's pornography yeah. let's let's admit it
1: completely
0: Co- complete you have guys that
1: are walking naked, naked in naked naked
0: even in san francisco right now the men standing naked oh but yep. anyways let's come yep. on let's continue with our <laughs> father father
1: uh limp lambert's interview with yep. tucker carlson
0: yeah he said uh he observed that many today live by three guiding principles you may do whatever you wish and no one has a right to command you and you're the God of yourself. Idolatry. Yeah. Right there. These lines come r- right out of the Satanic Bible, right? Is and that's that the way true? a lot of,
1: yeah, that's the way a lot of secular humanists live, exactly yes. like Father Lampert just said right there.
0: Yep. Those three.
1: God doesn't tell me what principles. to do. I'm gonna do whatever I feel like. Mm-hmm. That's right out of the Satanic Bible. Yes. S- now you can live that way if you want, Father Lampert says. But that doesn't mean that there's not going to be consequences in your life. And one of the consequences of that mentality can be that people will encounter the demonic in their life. Mm-hmm. Father Lampert's assessment in an interview with the National Catholic Register last week, he was warning that the most typical reasons oh, for... Oh, got to hold
0: that thought. Hold that oh. thought. Hold that thought. Our Lady, the cause of our joy. The cause of our joy. Our Lady, both Mother and Spouse of God, honor her.
1: Our lady and Unt- endure of night gray 45 Our
0: lady of guadalupe
1: We'll be back with this interview with Father Lampard and Tucker Carlson This is
0: 911 with Jessica Nita mm-hmm. You hold us in your arms Your beauty and your grace are the bright new dawn Our lady
1: of guadalupe mm-hmm. month of July, dedicated to the precious blood of Jesus. And today's also the feast day of St. Junipero Serra, pray for us. We're talking about Father Vince Lantbird, who's been an exorcist for 17 years. He did an interview with Tucker Carlson. It surprised me that Tucker Carlson would even broach this topic. Mm -hmm. He's got my respects. Most people would not touch this topic with a 10 foot pole in the mainstream media. But he did. We'll continue because The uh, the nuggets that Mm -hmm. Father Lampert that 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 he he, uh, shared are just basic, uh, you know, raw and real Catholic spiritual warfare information that people need to hear. So Father Lampert's assessment in an interview with the National Catholic Register these are the good guys, not the bad Mm -hmm. guys. The reporters, the bad guys. He warned that the most typical reason for possession that 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 he's that. that he's seen include religious syncretism Mm. in other words catholics mixing their catholicism with like for example new age practices uh you know buddhism chakras again unrepented grave sins such as irregular marriages that's a huge one Mm -hmm. serial abortions serial adultery chronic addictions to pornography drugs and sexual activity Catholics can fend off demonic attacks, and every exorcist will tell you this. This is not just mm-hmm. Father, everyone, 100% mm-hmm. of them. you got to return back to living in a state of grace and frequenting the sacraments. That's where the power mm-hmm. to clean your soul and to stay in a right relationship with God comes from. He also emphasized the power of the rosary, which every exorcist that I've talked to says the same thing. And uh, Father Lamper says that... Uh, that the lady that he was the possessed woman in italy mm-hmm. that she said that when she prayed the rosary it caused the demons to scream during exorcisms
0: yeah yeah so what is what is per he's going into perfect possession what is that
1: another topic yeah uh, yeah
0: it's another topic uh curses can also be passed down through family lines father lambert told uh, Tucker Carlson, he said, or established through pacts that allow demons to claim rights over people. Yeah, that's scary. Once demons manifest, possessed victims may be left powerless to control themselves. He said, it's it's almost like they become trapped in their own body and they're unable to to react or respond. He said, and then he continues. So the demon is now acting through them. Hmm. Sometimes people can even fall into what he described as perfect possession. And uh, this term was uh, first coined by uh, Father Malachi Martin back in the, the early 60s. So he had a windswept house. That's his book. Uh, of one of many books. Yeah, one of many books. It is yeah, but And
1: essentially, perfect mm-hmm. possession is an, a simple definition is when you as a human person, yeah. remember, uh, your intellect and your will are always are always subject to your, Mm -hmm. you know, to your, your, they're autonomous to you. But when you give your will over Mm -hmm. and align your will with the devil's will or a demon's will, that's called perfect possession. Aligning your will, like Eve did, Mm -hmm. with a demon's will. That is what Father Malachi Martin, Father Vince Lampert, and others call perfect possession, Father Ripperger calls it psychological compatibility it means the same thing
0: yeah
1: so father lampert says i think that it's absolutely poss- that, it is, that it absolutely could be possible that there is something called perfect possession where somebody's possessed by the demon but they're not fighting it so the manifestations are a good sign because it means a person is rejecting the demonic but perfect possession is when somebody would live in a harmonious relationship that psychological compatibility in a harmonious relationship with the demon and there's no need for the demon to manifest because it's already one yeah. Again just a little bit about manifestation demons only manifest when they're being driven out mm-hmm. when the person is not pursuing a life of holiness and prayer then the person lives in a harmonious relationship with the demon because mm-hmm. he, or, he or she has psychological compatibility with that demon. And that demon's at perfect peace with that person. Mm-hmm. It isn't until you go to confession, you start returning to the sacraments, praying the rosary, mm-hmm. start pursuing a life of virtue and holiness. That's when the demon is going to start fighting back within you and saying, no, I like living in your body you're not, not going to break us up.
0: Yep. Father Lampert continued. He said he mentioned, uh, for example, of a dying um, person, a faithless man whose family had requested a visit. Uh, so he says, when I went to visit him, he told me, I have no desire to go to heaven because I want to spend eternity in hell with Satan and his demons that I befriended throughout my life. Because that's what I want my eternity to be. Wow, that is—that's incredible that you would think that's that. chilling that you could somebody come out of somebody's chilling. mouth. Uh, Father Lampert recounted exorcism can only be performed on those willing to undergo uh, undergo them. So, so Father Lampert suggests that he observed famous people who appeared to be in the state of perfect possession. Um, yeah. Like I think uh, most, most of are our are politicians, politicians. Mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah, yep, yep, yep.
1: He talks about now multiple demons. Possession typically involves not just one demon but multiple demons, mm-hmm. and they operate in clusters. There's a hierarchy, just as there is a hierarchy of, of the angelic choir. So there's always one that's more dominant than the others. Uh, Father Lambert says, In one year long exorcism, Father Lambert performed. Six of the seven demons who inhabited a woman were quick to go. But the one who told me his name was Leviathan, who we reject, rebuke, and renounce in Jesus' name, that's the great sea monster mentioned in the Bible, he told me it did not have to leave, because the woman had invited this demon into her life. Therefore, it was claiming this woman's life as its own, he said." Now, let me just mention something that demons have no rights over us. Why? Because the baptized belong to God. However, demons do have permission, permission to possess or afflict us by our own choosing, Mm -hmm. by our own free will decisions and Mm -hmm. choosing to live in mortal sin. That's the permission we give them to afflict us. Mm
0: hmm. However, through, he says, through exorcism, the church can command an evil spirit, quote, to return that which it has stolen, namely a person created in the image of likeness of God. Father Lambert explained, th- explained it this way. If people repent of, of involvement in the demonic, then demons have to honor that. Mm. He stressed, though, demons often try to convince their victims otherwise. So remember, they're always talking to them. And That's why it's
1: good to say an act of contrition before you go to bed at yes, night. Yes. Repent of the dumb things that yes. you've done throughout the day. The venial sins, the vanilla errors.
0: Yes. Uh, Father Lambert finally exercised the demon for the woman by ordering it it to, quote, talk like a little child and say, Hail Mary, full of grace. It shrieked and fled immediately. Wow. That's, hmm. So sometimes the demons will flee without the actual rite of exorcism. It appears that at, that as we get closer to the second command of Christ, co- coming, yes, co- yeah, co- coming of, Christ. of Christ, coming of Christ, Our Lady has taken a role of primacy in driving out demons from those possessed. This is being reported by extras from all over the world. Yeah, they just call on Mary. I mean, we witnessed some something to that. Yeah, we we're we're doing the the Ave Maria, and um, the possessed did say, you know, you know. You know, the lady, the lady, the lady, the yeah. lady, lady, get her off me, get, get her, her off, off me. me. So, yeah. Now, just... This is
1: reported around the world. Every time yeah. that people call our lady during a deliverance or an exorcism, mm-hmm. it's over.
0: It, yeah, it's over. It's
1: over. It's over. <laughs> so why foaming at the mouth? Demons make possessed persons act in an animalistic way in an attempt to disgrace God who created man in his image and likeness. Father Lampert. he also added that, hum- that the human person is God's greatest creation because the human person reflects the divine image. And the devil, in his own twisted sense, believes that he can attack God by attacking the image of God, which which all of us bear. And so when people experience different types of manifestations, eyes rolled in the back of their head, the foaming at the mouth, growling and snarling, really acting animalistic, the manifestations are also demons attempt to instill fear mm-hmm. and distract us from the power of God, including the exorcist. Yes. Father Lampert said whereas the church in its prayer wants to say wow look at what God is doing in this person and demons when they speak it's always in a very deep voice to be very authoritative because they want to convince some <laughs> they want to cons- convince everybody that they're the ones in control and not God and this is what uh, Kyle Clement and, and Dan Schneider they call these parlor tricks that demons play during a session Again, to take you your focus off of God and focus on the phenomena of the manifestation and to say like, wow, look what they're doing to that person. Mm-hmm. While demonic manifestations initially scared Father Lampert during his training, these things don't really faze him in the least anymore because he says, I know the power of God mm-hmm. and I know the power of God is greater than the power of evil. And so Father Lampert, basically his main protection is that he has holy orders? Yeah, lay people do not. Mm-hmm. Also, Father Lambert lives in a state of grace, that makes him ominous and fearful to demons.
0: And also, he holy has...
1: orders, state of grace, one-two punch.
0: Yeah, and he also was—he's uh, got the mandate. Yeah. So that's and also. Yeah, three. Yeah, three. That's...
1: Holy orders. State of grace, mandate.
0: Mandate. He has a mandate yeah. from the bishop. And the, de- the demons know. Yeah, and they know it. He's so, got the and, authority to drive him right, out. Right, and demons know when the priests do have the mandate and, and they don't. they know what Yeah, when so uh, Father Lampert's in his lane. Yeah. So so let's continue on with the article. How, uh, how are exor- exorcisms performed? Father Lampert Lambert also explained how priests perform exorcisms. The rite of exorcism is a liturgical rite centered around quote, taking the components of our faith, Christian faith, and literally throwing them into the face of the devil. He That's said. called
1: projection, by the way. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the things that the devil has rejected is what the church will use to defeat him. So the right always begins by blessing the person, reminding ourselves of our baptism into Christ. Our Lady has our holy pot. Mother
1: of our Savior. Yeah. We're talking about an article, an interview, phenomenal interview. Great job, Father Lampert, and good job, Tucker Carlson. Uh, he brought him onto Fox News, talked about possession. Are you kidding me? That took a lot of courage. Well, we got one more segment. We'll continue talking on Jesus 911. Stick around in a couple of minutes. We'll hear more about this interview. July is dedicated to the precious blood of Jesus. Precious blood of Jesus, be our salvation.
0: Amen. Yes.
1: Hey, we got a, we got an article here. Father Vince Lamberts being interviewed by Tucker Carlson. I give him mm-hmm. a lot of credit. It's not even a Catholic Carlson. And he did a bang up job with this interview.
0: Yes, and he started. We left off with the, with the question: How uh, how are exorcisms performed? Father Lambert also explained how priests perform exorcism. He says the rite of exorcism is a liturgical rite centered around taking the components of our Christian faith and literally throwing them into the face of the devil. He said, "It goes so, to show you that yep. prayer
1: is an offensive weapon."
0: Offensive, yes. So the things that the devil has rejected is what the church will use to defeat him. So the rite always begins by blessing the person, reminding ourselves of our baptism into Christ, by which we become a new creation. He says there is a litany of the saints calling upon the saints to come and to be present during this public prayer. The church reading out of the Bible, the Psalms, gospel passages of Jesus casting out demons, basically saying, you have been defeated before, you will be defeated again. Do not resist the power and the authority of Christ. Wow, those are powerful. That's mm. power. That That is offensive. Mm. Yeah. Um, and then there's an opportunity to try to get the person to renounce what they have done. And then, of course, the demon would prevent the person from doing that. Yeah, a lot of them, they say, oh, I can't, I can't say it, but. Uh, the Catholic Church always conducts an exorcism in a methodic way. Father Lampert told uh, noted, adding that there is no such thing as an emergency exorcism.
1: Fa- Father says, as a priest, I will celebrate Mass beforehand,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I will go to confession, I'll spend time in prayer. I will determine where the exorcism will take place. The devil does not get to choose where he will be defeated. Mm-hmm. The church herself will make that determination. It's always in a sacred space, in a church or in a chapel. In one exorcism Father Lampert conducted in Mexico, he told Tucker, a woman's eyes turned green, and became slanted at the mention of the name of Jesus. The demon left the woman, who had turned to witchcraft, and after uh, who had witchcraft after horrific child abuse within 45 minutes. Father says that some exorcisms are very quick. Some can take a long time. And it really does seem that God would be the one who ultimately determines when the person will be set free. Demons still flee with a shriek, as they did in the Gospels. And after being delivered of possession, a person will emit a glow. The woman whose eyes in Mexico turned green was glowing as bright as the sun and radiating the glory of God after being delivered, Father Lampert recalled. However, the ministry of exorcism doesn't culminate in casting out a demon, he said, but rather in fostering a desire for holiness and a relationship with God. Again, Mm -hmm. this is the most important element to delivering someone from a demon is that you have to catechize them to the point where they now have a properly formed moral conscience mm-hmm. and they on their own can pursue a life of virtue and holiness
0: simple living in a state of grace yeah. no. but some people have to be taught yeah they yeah. have to be taught absolutely yeah. what's be taught. That? because what's that's that? why they are they possessed. were possessed because mm-hmm. they were uncatechized so he also cited uh, uh, father lamper cited uh, luke 11:24. it says When the unclean spirit has gone out of a man, he passes through waterless places, seeking rest and finding none, he says. I will return to my house from which I came. And when he comes, he finds it swept and put in order. So he says, this means when the demon goes, but God isn't there. God isn't there filling the void. It goes and finds seven other demons worse than itself and they come and take up residence in the, in the person. Father Lambert said, so really connecting somebody with faith or with faith for the very first time is a key component of the ministry of exorcism, he insisted. So there you go. If, um, if you're exercised and you're not replacing that void with God, lo and so behold.
1: You'll get, you'll as, get they, as they say in the car industry, repossessed.
0: Repossessed. <laughs> yeah.
1: Demonic oppression, it's also another attack from the devil. It could be a gift from God. Uh, Father Lampert says, Every exorcist at some point suffers demonic attacks himself. Though some priests may experience demonic oppression, which is considered Mm -hmm. to be a gift from God. God allows someone to be attacked by the devil as an opportunity for that person to show their fidelity to God, he said. In fact, Mm -hmm. God allows even possession for salvific purposes.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Father Lampert also said that demonic attacks can reflect the devil's anger with a person's work and that they have actually strengthened his conviction to live out his ministry and priestly vocation. Father Lampert says, because the devil or the demons attacked me, Mm -hmm. that's how I know that what I'm doing is real and important. And therefore, the times I've experienced attacks it actually deepened my commitment to God. It's done the complete opposite of what the devil had hoped for. He says, uh, Father Related, that you could see the pure hatred and Mm -hmm. evil that the demons have for the exorcists because demons have to obey exorcists. (laughs) It's by divine justice. Father Lambert attested. He says, they can't stand that they're being commanded to do something by someone they consider to be inferior to themselves. Remember, yes, because humans know, I mean, because demons know that humans are lower and inferior to angels. This is what drives them crazy. Mm -hmm. That a human, albeit a Catholic priest, has the power to drive them out of another person's body. This is something they can't even process. They
0: can't, they can't. So the Indiana priest, Father uh, uh, Lampert, revealed, Anytime he encounters someone who can sense, quote, whether or not there is a presence of an evil in them and has witnessed negative reactions, even from people he doesn't know, because the devil knows who's working to defeat him. They know. I think he said he continues, I have encountered people who don't even know who I am, and I can see the evil in them lashing out towards me. And it could be even if I'm in, public, in in a public setting and I'm not dressed as a priest. But again, the demonic knows who is trying to defeat him. Mm. So I have witnessed the presence of evil in others. And I've also witnessed with, the demonic, with when the demonic knows who I am.
1: That reminds me of the Father yes. Bill Casey. I heard him say it years mm-hmm. ago. He says... Every Catholic priest, there's a talk mm-hmm. that he gives. He says, every Catholic priest is a marked man. Mm-hmm. And he said, think about a bullseye target in a shooting range. He says, every Catholic priest, once you get ordained, you got a bullseye in your back for the rest of your life. You're a mm-hmm. marked man and the devil is going to go after you. So yeah. th- this is exactly what Father yeah. Lampert is saying. The
0: indelible mark.
1: Yeah. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's the,
0: that's yeah. the crosshairs.
1: That's right. Mm-hmm. So while most people do not experience extraordinary demonic activity. That's possession. Mm-hmm. Father Lampert added, many people run up against the ordinary activity of the devil. That would be temptation. All of us run up mm-hmm. against that. Yep. Because the devil's an opportunist, Father Lampert said. He may not be the cause of every problem because we ha- we do have free will. But the devil sees an opportunity then, then and he can take that. So if somebody is experiencing brokenness in their lives, the devil can try to amplify that brokenness. In other words, mm-hmm. the devil will attack a person, a person's emotional woundedness or their drug addiction, their alcoholism, mm-hmm. and he'll exacerbate their depression, their sadness, their bitterness and resentment.
0: And what's the, the final goal for them, for these people to commit suicide? To kill yourself. To kill yourself. Yeah. Because, you know, we're, in the, we're made in the image and likeness of God. And that's like and a little better, victory over yes, God. That's a victory. Look what I did. I made kill, them kill yeah. themselves. Yeah, so.
1: Killed, had somebody who was in the image yeah. and likeness Let's of God, God kill, kill himself. himself.
0: Yes. Yeah. So Father Lampert continues, mm-hmm. the devil typically attacks in four stages. Father Lampert explained first through deception, then division, followed by diversion, or attempts to substitute something for God and finally discouragement or despair. And that's what we just talked about. That's the final draw, the despair. Yeah,
1: let me mention something because I wrote yeah. a book on this on marijuana, but mm-hmm. you can see that I'm gonna use marijuana as an analogy of the way yes. the devil works behind the yeah, scenes. Yeah, do that. that. I think yeah. that would be you, well, the well, The book you can get on my website, jessieromero.com. It's what's wrong with marijuana. You'll see first there's the deception. Oh yeah, this is medicine, this is mm-hmm. medicine. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know the governments. Oh yeah, this is this is good for you. The deception. Mm-hmm. Then what happens? You start smoking this marijuana every day. It starts dividing your thoughts. It starts dividing your thoughts. Exactly, you're not thinking rationally anymore. Mm-mm. And now the devil sets up a diversion and says, "You need this every day. You can't function without this every day. This is this is good for you. This mm-hmm. is medicine."
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> then what happens? It's
1: legal. As soon as you come off the dope. You, you, you crash and burn, you become discouraged, and you fall into despair and depression. This is the the fold tactic of mm-hmm. Satan, and I'm seeing it right now with the whole marijuana industry.
0: Yes. In
1: fact, I've just read that the 60% of people that are in, in uh, teen drug rehabs, teen, there was no teen drug rehabs when I was a teenager. This mm-hmm. is new. Teen drug rehabs, 60% of the patients are there for addiction to marijuana.
0: Wow. So he continues, the demonic can play on a person's memory and imagination because ultimately the devil will want us to make the same choice that he has made. Namely, what is it? The rejection of God. So all these temptations are trying to challenge us to act contrary to God, to really disconnect ourselves from God, he said. He continues, the human person needs God, Father Lapper continued, You know, it was St. John Paul II who said that freedom in the true sense of the word means to be obedient to God. God needs to be at the foundation of human life. It doesn't mean that everything is always going to be perfect, he told Carlson. It's just recognizing that God has his rightful place to play in our lives. And when we reject that, there is a demand because that's exactly what the devil did.
1: I'll wrap it up and say that there are two kingdoms. Which kingdom will you serve, the kingdom of Satan, which is on earth, or the kingdom of Christ, which is founded found in the Catholic Church on earth, mm-hmm. the church militant, but will end in heaven, the church triumphant in perfection? The devil's kingdom on earth has an expiration date. It will be destroyed at the second coming of Christ. The kingdom of Christ has no expiration date. It will last for all eternity. That's a wrap.
0: Wow, we are done. Well, it's a great article with Father yeah. Lampert. You God can bless him. We finished it. We, you can look at our website, click on it, and just read it over, share it.
1: Yeah. Um, but Share also the show, like, too.
0: Yeah, share the show, VMPR.
1: VMPR, share the show, the whole link to send it off to people. And by the way, I think up next, we got the big guy, Gary Machuda. Yes. Hands-on apologetics and coming he- to you from the Midwest Command Center.
0: Now all of you have a most wonderful, blessed Independence Day. Yes. Okay, we are here in the United States of because of our independence, Amen. 1776. Thank you, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. God bless
1: America. And thank you for giving us yes. the victory of Roe versus Absolutely. Wade. Absolutely. Okay. a yes. oh, we're at EOW. End of watch. God bless you. Keep the faith.